Welcome to this week's Instrument of Comics. I'm Alex Eschbach. And I'm wearing a Who Farted t-shirt. Well, uh, that was probably your best opening <laughs> of all time. <laughs> I know that's your opening line when picking up women, because yeah. you're also a professional pickup artist. Yep. Yeah. The funny part is I, I open with that, but I'm wearing a Where's the Beef shirt. It's true. <laughs> it's why I can't trust a pickup artist. Yep. Yeah. You, you bring your copy of The Game by Neil Strauss to every recording session. Yeah. And you quote it liberally beforehand, like it's your Bible. Uh, that pickup artist TV show on MTV is literally what I wake yeah. up to and go to sleep to every night. You wish you were a mystery. Oh, yeah. God. Is that his name? It's his, it's his name, yeah. Oh, my God. Whatever happened to mystery? Can we look that up? Can we pause this? He's still <laughs> peacocking in, in the age of COVID. Uh, you know he's the one that's in, incited every house party <laughs> since COVID yeah. started. Okay. Uh, this week we are talking about season two of the Umbrella Academy on Netflix by oh. the world's saddest comic book author. <laughs> uh, Alex's arch enemy, edited uh, as a one-way nemesis. Yeah, uh, I don't know why he hates me so much. <laughs> so let's remind everybody, what do you think of season one? Uh, I thought it was really entertaining, and I liked it, but it was the worst show of all time. <laughs> I think you ranked it pretty highly, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was a zero out of ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. zero out of ten. Uh, that is the highest award from Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's let's pick up where they all, I guess, where they all pick up in in the sixties. Yeah, they're all separated. Why don't you give us a rundown of where everybody's at? They're separated by a year in Dallas, Texas. Well, uh, a year a piece. There's six uh, of them. Yeah, a year a piece. Uh, I want to say incorrect already. You're already so stupid. I'm trying to remember who arrives first. I want to say Klaus. No, yeah, Klaus yeah, yeah. arrives first. Klaus is first. And then what does he go and do? He like, start, let's, let's get his backstory. Klaus goes and starts a cult, as you would. Yeah, I say Klaus and Ben. Uh, yeah, and I mean, Ben's not really doing much of it. And then I want to say it's Vanya next. Not Vanya. Uh, Allison. What does it matter with the order? Okay. Let's let's touch more on Klaus for a second. Uh, I absolutely loved the moment where he's performing his tricks for his cult uh, that is now following him. uh, And he performs a levitation act. And he's just... Ben Ben lifting him up. (laughs) Lifting him up. Uh, Ben is the dead Umbrella Academy uh, member. I was about to say Umbrella Academy Award Award member, yeah. That's uh, a mouthful. Did you like uh, how all of Klaus's inspirational quotes for his cult uh, all came? Waterfalls. Yeah, all came from pop songs. Yep, it was yeah. Fan. yeah, fantastic, great gag. What do you think of Klaus's uh, attire and his look this season? Uh, top notch as always, and we're gonna get into this in a little bit. But I will go on record and say that this needs awards for costuming. This show does. Yeah, I, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. We'll talk about the handler in a little bit. But uh, you said Vanya was next, so let's talk about Vanya. Where's Vanya? Uh, Vanya is uh, living on a farm uh, mm-hmm. in Texas, uh, working as a babysitter for this family, a living babysitter, yep. uh, where she's handling, not handling, 
she's helping the family cope with a kid who has special needs that responds to her very well. Yeah, uh, and the uh, reason that she's living with him is they hit her with her car yeah. and gave her amnesia. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so while she can't remember anything for the rare time, she's not the worst. Um, <laughs> for a short period of time, yeah. Vanya is not the absolute worst. Uh, and then we have Allison, uh, who got married. Yeah, uh, and joined or not joined, but became a part of in uh, helping in Dallas. Yeah, uh, and we'll touch more on all this later. Yeah, um, let's just brief recap. Then where's, we, our, where's our where's our crew? Where's Luther? Uh, Luther is working as a underground street fighter uh, and working as the bouncer uh, or lead tough guy for Jack Ruby. He does kind of look like a guy that would be a fighter on Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember that guy's name. I was going to say, Dalsim was a stretchy guy, but it's the Russian guy whose name I can't remember right now. Yeah, um, I don't fucking know. And then number five. Uh, uh, Diego. Oh, first. sorry, Diego. Yes, Diego, who came in second to last after five. Uh, Diego's locked up in the state asylum because he's trying to stay the president from being assassinated. Because remember, they're in Dallas in the 60s, uh, and the assassination is pending. Yeah, that's his whole, his whole goal. Uh, any hole is a goal, uh, as RuPaul would say. Uh, yeah, so you throw in the Scott references, I'll throw in the RuPaul references. I've never we'll once it. mentioned Scott on this show. <laughs> There's something that says, keep calm and skank on in front of me. And I think they're postcards. There's several of them. If you want to keep calm and skank on postcards, send uh, $700 to the P.O. box. Oh, that is way too low. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then we have number five. Number five is immediately figuring out what the fuck is going on? Yeah, exactly. Because he transported them all and he screwed up. Yep. And he had them displaced through time, all be in the same location, in the exact same alley, even, yep. too. Uh, also, spoilers for the Umbrella Academy season two. Nice. Well, we just did the first, like, five minutes. You're fine. Uh, on top of that, uh, there's been somebody who has been photographing uh, the appearance of each and every member of the Umbrella Academy as they pop yes. into existence. Elliot. Elliot Spitzer. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, it's not Elliot Spitzer. Uh, uh, Elliot Eschbach. Because uh, Elliot Spitzer was, maybe, no. Elliot Spitzer was the governor of New York. Uh, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. He was the governor of New York who resigned in disgrace whenever it leaked that he uh, slept with a prostitute and, oh, and kept his dude. socks on. Oh, that's gross. Never mind. <laughs> Boycott Spitzer. I can see why they threw him out of office. Yeah. But if you have sex with socks on, you should probably be shot. I don't want to be dramatic about it, but you should. Is that not a federal crime already? <laughs> it should be. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. Is that who it was? Did you look it up? But, no. Uh, <laughs> I, no. I don't know his last name, but his name his last name is not Spitzer. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. And he's photographing them all in the alley. Uh, he's a bit of a conspiracy theorist. but he A is, bit of a conspiracy theorist? A bit. You know, well. His wife left him because he's a conspiracy yes, theorist. Yes. But he's a conspiracy theorist like you could be back in the 60s, and not like you can be now where you're just a crazy alt-right personality. Yeah. Uh, but he is Five's window into finding out what happened to his brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. That's okay. how I meant it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> and Kate Walsh's character is still around as well, yeah, too. The handler did yeah. not die. She survived a Even though she was shot. Yeah, to the head. Yeah. To the head. And I do love that they 
uh, have the bullet wound uh, throughout the entire series. Great job. Yeah, I thought that. that, And it leaks occasionally as well, too, (laughs) which I thought was a nice touch. Uh, But we're getting to this. So whose storyline did you enjoy the most? Because for at least half the season, the siblings are mostly separated. Yeah, I thought that was kind of peculiar and interesting. Maybe they're getting bigger roles and needed time to do other shit. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck knows? Um, man, I really love Klaus's cult shit. That was just very, very Klaus. Uh, that was really good. I actually really liked Vanya's storyline, too, um, and how she could end up transferring powers. And I'm skipping ahead yeah. uh, to so, another person. Sure. So that could be something that we might be able to see in the future. Uh, uh, I like Diego's pretty well, too. I like Diego's storyline. Diego's they, a lot of fun. a brand new character. And I did love, uh, like, when Five arrives. We just keep thinking of something big. But when Five arrives, he arrives at the apocalypse in the 60s. Uh, oh, and that opening sequence yeah, was so fucking good. With the Soviets invading America, and they're in Dallas, and the Umbrella Academy, including Ben, are all fighting uh, the Soviets. And then an explosion happens, everyone dies. Um, so five transports back. He also five is rescued by Hazel. Hazel, yeah, uh, uh, little bumblebutt, and uh, he ends up dying immediately. Yes, because the uh, the company sent the Swedes to come attack them. Uh, what do you uh, mean the Swedes? So they're, they're, they're yeah. our first villain of the season. I, I like the Swedes. The Swedes I love are fun. The uh, Chris Holden Reed played the main Swede, and I think he's a pretty uh, pretty strong actor even though he had minimal lines. Uh, yeah, I thought he did a good job. He might have only had one line, and it was just at the very end where he says, enough. Uh, no, he has two. Because he smells the, character, the canister, and he smells lavender after smelling it as well. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Fucking handler, baby. But uh, I thought they were fun. Uh, they're very much in line. I didn't think they were as fun as Hazel and Cha-Cha, but Hazel and Cha-Cha, obviously... Had a lot of screen time and a lot of dialogue between them. When your characters don't have dialogue, it's harder to build that relationship with the uh, viewer. Well, I'm going to go on record and say that I enjoyed the Swedes more than Hazel Chacha. Well, I mean, what's more opinion. menacing than three bleach blonde Swedish people who don't say a fucking word to each other, and they're and, all uh, siblings and spend their free time uh, around cats, decapitations, and saunas. They're so weird, and it's yes. just so delightful. Yeah, they're very much like it. I like that they were just, they very much blended well with this world that's been created within the Umbrella Academy. Yep. Uh, I did like, though, how when Five arrives to the safe timeline to prevent the apocalypse, the first person he goes to visit is Diego, because Diego is the self-stylized hero. It's like, who's going to help me stop the apocalypse? It's the person with the hero complex. And he goes to Diego, and Diego is still focused on only stopping the Kennedy assassination. So he keeps him locked up in San Asylum because he realizes <laughs> that he's beyond help. Yep, he just leaves his brother. <laughs> yeah, in the in the institution. And then I love that he goes after that he goes to see Luther because while Diego views himself as a hero, Luther has more of the traditional heroic qualities uh, of anyone else. Yep. But Luther still rejects him. Yeah. Um, and then he doesn't even try and really reach out to Vanya or Allison or Klaus that much because you know they're bums. They're all bums. Well, oh, so. Also, Allison didn't have her voice, so she didn't really even have her power for a minute there. It's true, but by the time that five got there, she didn't have her power. But yeah, this is what I'm my biggest pet peeve. 
I get it that like Alice, uh, Alice has a dark side to her power, which we saw again in this season. But she, her, she wastes her power. Like as she's fighting for the civil rights movement, she can use her power to make the people not racist. That simple. Not only like not make them not racist, but like tell them be like, you uh, love and accept people of all uh, races, sexualities, creeds, and you will do what you can to promote. Uh, that belief throughout the rest of your life. Yeah, it makes me wonder if there's a limit to her power, like if it doesn't last that long. Well, I think she's just not very good at it. Like when she told the Swede to kill his own brother, it was a cool dark moment, but she could have just said like, hey, Swede, you will not spend the rest of your life protecting me and my family. Yeah. Yeah. Then you've got a weapon for good. A exactly. Good on your yeah. Side. yeah. I see what you mean. And because Swede was already being used by uh, the handler as well. So why not just bring him over to your side? Let's talk about the handler. Uh, what did you think of Kate Walsh in this season? She's amazing. Like, oh, she's yeah, good. makes me want to go back and watch the Drew Carey show where she played Drew Carey's boyfriend. <laughs> I'm not going to say Grey's Anatomy and Private Practice because I fall asleep with those shows every night. I've seen them like 25 times. What what shows? Grey's Anatomy and Private Practice. Come on, oh, don't yeah. act like no. Also, spinoff of of Grey's. Yeah, uh, that's where she got her big break. Other than the Drew Carey show, yeah. apparently. Please not underestimate the Drew Carey show. <laughs> I will at every turn to my own detriment. That is um, where I first learned about the song Panama by Van Halen. What did you think of the, and I know that we don't ever talk about this random shit, but uh, the costuming. Holy shit for the handler. Uh, I thought it was great. It was like impressive. She looked amazing in every scene she was in, especially the outfit she wears whenever she takes over uh, again. Yeah. Uh, and she's got like that big, like white gown with like the the hoops over her shoulder, and she has like a thin veil to color her her bullet wound as well. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, I thought she was fantastic for her costume. And I actually love this is like major costume game, but I love that five stays in his umbrella academy uniform the entire time. Yeah, he's the only one that does that in, in the comics. I think I think they all wear like Diego has like his own outfit. And, um, number one. Luther does some... He's very much more monkey-fied uh, in the comics. There's one thing I should, like, I should say. I haven't read the comics. I never will. Uh, but you've read the comics. Yes. Does this season two go with the... No. Uh, okay. Not at all. I mean, there's there's elements that are the same, uh, but there are a lot of differences. What about... And the way that it ends, too, is similar but different to the way that the third tree ends. What about this element? This is a major spoiler towards the end of the series. Uh-huh. But what about their father being a space alien, I'm guessing, or some oh, sort of early creature. I would, if it happens in the comic, granted, it's been years since I've read the first two. And I read the third as it was happening and it didn't happen that consistently. Uh, I don't fucking remember that. Okay. That was massively shocking. That was a big time, amazing thing that happened. Yeah. Their father, they believed to be behind the Kennedy assassination. Uh, that was a big part of it as well to another, probably the B storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought it was nice touch that they had their robotic mom for the first season. We actually actually got to meet her, like the real her, this season. Yeah, she was based on an actual human woman yeah. that that he loved. Yeah, and technically, like her, their storyline didn't technically end, so she could appear in season three if we get a third season as well. I mean, with the way that season two ended, I would assume that she's been made. I yeah. think that she's going to be a robot again in season three. But yeah, I think she'll be back. Uh, so, which Umbrella Academy member uh, 
Fuck Mary Kill? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, did, did any of them, I should say, frustrate you this season? Or, or which one did you like the least? I don't think so. I didn't really have any problem with the way that anybody was portrayed. Um, they all kind of stuck to who they were through and through. We saw them in season one, and they are the exact same people. They I mean, were written identically. So I didn't. I didn't really have any problems. I liked. I mentioned like my problem with like Allison being ineffective with her power, and she can make much bigger change. But again, sure. she has her dark side to it. The way Klaus handled Ben really bothered me a lot. Like let Ben talk to his siblings. Like let his siblings know that Ben is there. Like that to me was tragic, especially with what happened to Ben in the end. Uh, but also, Vanya, season one, you get a serial killer. Season two, you sleep with a married woman, okay, uh, whose kid you're watching. Just go after someone who is single and doesn't want to murder people. Well, she unfortunately didn't end up with somebody who was single and didn't want to kill people. Uh, you don't have to, though. There was no dowry. There was a kingdom, uh, the, the peace of a kingdom of a nation wasn't resting on her meeting these people. Well, you know, they did hit her with her car, and they kind of owed her one. That's true. <laughs> I forgot about that long. Oh, Alex is choking on his Anthem Brewery beer. Uh, if you're in Oklahoma mm. and you want to drink Anthem beer, you're going to choke. It's true. <laughs> Alex is still having a tough time with it. Yeah. That's why you <laughs> only drink PBR. If you ever try to get fancy, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. That's the downside. Anyway. Where's it back? But, like, it's... I just want, like, if there's a season three... There is going to be a season three. Did it, has it not gotten renewed not yet? No. Uh, if That's Varn, shocking to me. If Arnie does have a relationship, I want it to be with someone who is normal. Why like, do you give a shit? Because her relationships, one, the first one, caused the apocalypse. The second one, almost caused the apocalypse. Well, that didn't cause the apocalypse. She did. But her connection to the boy, which brought the handler there, which brought the entire company to come attack on the farm. If she never met, never hit by the car, by that family. I mean, if you have the power to cause an apocalypse... I think that you are always going to be at that risk. What do you think they were paying Vanya to be a living nanny? Uh, room and board. Wow. And sex, apparently. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, Later on. Uh, Marin Ireland, I think the actress's name is played. Uh, Vanya's love interest. I like her a lot as an Who? actress. What's her name? Marin Ireland. Thank you. Know. Uh, as always, research is top-notch. On this podcast. She was also in Nikki Pete. If anyone's seen that show. Uh, I thought uh, she was really Giovanni good. Ribisi. Yeah. But I want to talk about. Speaking of great, not strange names. The unsung. Of the Improvis Ben. He's not all. So in, in any respect that we get him. I'm just very happy to see him. Um, every moment that we get with Ben. Just super great. So when he dies. For a second time. I was very upset by it. Because it looked like nobody was going to die. Yeah. From the main cast and crew. I was like, all right, cool. Well, because he's just such, he's the most honest and like earnest character out of any of them. Like, it feels like he only has good in his heart. While Luther might be that way. Allison's got her too. She's got a lot of flaws, I think, at the same time, because she could have potentially ended the civil rights movement. Yeah. In the correct way for it to go. Or 
not ended, I would say, but uh, progressed it farther. I mean, she could have just rumored everybody. Yeah, that yeah she could have appeared at the Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Yeah. Be like, I heard, I heard a rumor. A rumor, rumor. Yeah. Racism is yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Solved. Yeah. That's how you solve racism. Exactly. It'll be solved until that character. Until Allison rumors people. Yeah. 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 I figured it, I solved racism today, Alex. What do you think of Klaus going back, back and visiting the teenage? The oh, such yeah. a good storyline. Yeah. I loved every second of that. So um, Klaus falls in love with a man. Uh, the love of his life, and they go and fight in Vietnam. Now uh, he's got a chance to save him from going to Vietnam, so he decides to go and talk to him. Yeah, that's fair. And he, because uh, it's Texas in the story. How he gets to the changes first. Uh, let's talk about how. Let's talk about five. We're going to talk about five in a minute. Uh, five is, I think, consistently the best character in the show. Uh, he steals everything that he's in. He does. And whenever he meets his past self... Would you self, say that the writing is really good? I would say that the performance <laughs> by uh, Five is excellent. They're funny. I th- <laughs> they made briefcase, a time-traveling briefcase, which will allow him and his family to go back to 2018 from the 60s, uh, who is a humanoid creature with a uh, goldfish space helmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And AJ is a space... Goldfish. Is he from outer space? I don't know. Maybe. Seems realistic enough for the old Umbrella <laughs> Academy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I thought that was a really fun scene. I It reminded me of Dogma, uh, where Damon and Affleck just go crazy on the uh, the board members. Yeah. And you don't really see it happen, but there's lots yeah. of blood. So you're saying Kevin Smith should sue, and I agree. <laughs> Kevin yeah. Smith sues Dreadway yeah. for no apparent reason. Uh, for reasons. For the boardroom scene. Because both had a boardroom scene. Yes, exactly. And up murdered. Yeah. Got it. Um, let's talk about the soundtrack for a minute. Okay. Uh, what do you think of the soundtrack in general? I was really disappointed that there was a ska cover that it was forced unwillingly upon me. How dare you? Because the interrupters are amazing. Uh, they are basically a ska version of Rancid with a female lead singer because their lead singer sounds just like a female version of Tim Armstrong. And their cover of Billie Eilish was the best thing Billie, Billie Eilish has ever done. <laughs> Finally, she's relevant. <laughs> None of her seven or eight Grammys or hundreds of millions of Spotify listens. Oh, wow. Billie Vanilli's won Grammys. Uh, congratulations. It's a totally legitimate award. Yeah, but do they have hundreds of millions of Spotify listens? Uh, no, but I'm pretty sure problematic individuals like, um, the problematic popular artist. Quickly name one. Oh, I know. Uh, the person Chris that beat... Brown? Chris Brown, yes. I think the person <laughs> that beat Rihanna. Yeah. So, yes, congratulations. You're, you heard it here first. Matt loves Chris Brown. <laughs> uh, and my, and my boy Rock and Roll Part 2. Uh, yes, Gary Glitter. Yeah, Gary Glitter and Chris Brown. You can tell where my, like, pop culture knowledge is, because I can't remember Chris Brown, but Gary Glitter's name just, like, rolls off the tongue. Immediately, yeah. 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 Well, I know my arena rock bands, like Gary Glitter and the White Stripes and Blur. <laughs> yeah, those are the three big arena rock bands. <laughs> the only three. You go what to any NHL game, and you will hear 
songs by all three of them every single time. There's a possibility, actually. A hundred percent. Yeah. There's I'm a never, strong yeah. possibility. Uh, if you went to a Dallas Stars game in the 90s, uh, I guarantee you that was a combination that you probably heard. Which is weird because the White Stripes not come out in until the 2000s. 2000s. <laughs> I guess then. Jack White actually debuted Shit. his music from the PAs uh, at Stars game from the 90s. I'm trying to think when they went away from that great Gary Glitter song. Anywho. Yeah. Enough Which one? There's so many. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Uh, Thanos? The soundtrack. Uh, so what was your favorite song in the soundtrack that you heard? Oh, man. Uh, you got to love having Sam and Dave in the in the soundtrack. I've got that was a great choice. Um, you, how about you go on? I was going to go Under the Sea by Bobby Darren. I think that's a fantastic song. You got to love Bobby Darren. I'll, yeah, anything by Bobby Darren. I was kind of surprised that you didn't pick the Butthole Surfers. I love when they played Pepper. I thought that was fantastic. And that really worked as well uh, for the season they put it into. Uh, it did remind me of one of my favorite Simpson joke, though. When the Flanderses are homeless and Todd and Rod go through uh, a sh- uh, the uh, shirts and Todd is wearing one. He's like, look, Mommy, I'm a butthole surfer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll say here's my favorite song of the of the bunch is I'm a Man by the Spencer Davis Group. Uh, the Interrupters. I uh, uh, never heard of them. The Interrupters. Got it. All right. Let's, uh, let's do a quick YouTube search to see how many views or listens the interrupters have on their most favorite song. A quick uh, YouTube search. Oh, no, they got 22 million. Yeah, I know. They're a, a big band. She's Kerosene. Yeah. Great album. Off Epitaph Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's look at Billie Eilish. Yeah. She's of course, Matt also equates popularity with quality. Six hundred. Um, oh, no. 951. Oh, no. One billion. 1. Yeah. 1.5 billion listens to the song that they covered. You know the thing about things... You think that, they got... So that Billie Eilish got those 1.5 billion after the interrupters came out. You know, the thing is that things that are popular are like people who don't care or who don't love stuff. People who love music don't, they they can like stuff by Billie Eilish, but they don't find her or tune into her. People like, it's just like, okay. I love stuff and I enjoy Billie Eilish. E.T. was a popular (laughs) film in the 80s. And I like E.T. a lot. But Film buffs aren't film buffs because they like E.T. It's not people sure. who love films. So popular stuff is for people but who I don't care. I think that people who love great things can also love E.T. It's true. And uh, the two aren't mutually exclusive. But the reason they're popular is because they're popular for people who don't care about those things. Who will just listen to that or watch Who the don't care about pop music. Over. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'll concede that point. Uh, anyways, the Umbrella Academy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, listeners, I don't concede. So, <clears throat> jump to the ending. They mm-hmm. save the world in Doomsday. They travel back to 2019. I want to talk more about Hargreaves, too, but yes, let's continue. Uh, and their father's there, and he's alive. Uh, but there's no longer an Umbrella Academy. It's the Sparrow Academy. And they recognize that because Ben is alive in there with an evil, thin, pencil mustache. Yep. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. That's how you know evil. someone is evil. Spoilers for the Umbrella Academy uh, third trade, uh, Hotel Oblivion. Three, two, one. Uh, that's how that one ends as well. Okay. Is they meet a different group. Yeah. Interesting. So. Yeah, Was I'm, Ben in that group? I don't believe so. Okay. They never introduced themselves. So I'm not really sure. Okay. Shardway just hates emotional resonance. I get that. Which is huge. Very, very much into emotional resonance <laughs> based off his music. 
I know you're trying and to his uh, makeup. insinuate by his wonderful music. Uh, Quick, what's your favorite MTR song? I don't have one because I have listened to that band since I was <laughs> since I was it's one year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What do you so? What do you think of the ending? Did you not like it? No, I liked it. I thought it was great. It was yeah. open for season three. It has been renewed yet. I do agree with you that I think it will get a third season. The show has a huge online presence. If, if Netflix's top ten rankings are to anything to go off of, it's been a successful show for them. Uh, and I'll say this too: this was a rare show where I enjoyed the second season more than the first season, and I really enjoyed the first season. I love that they made that period piece really, really fucking pop and work. Uh, you don't get to see that a lot of times. Uh, I agree. So that was that was a great adventure. Yeah. And, like, there was no moments where it was like, if only we had the internet, if only we had cell phones, like that, too. Like, the characters fully accepted that they were in the 1960s, and they were now operating within the rules of this world. Yeah, they weren't breaking some weird fourth yeah. wall shit, talking about, oh, man, I can't wait to get back on Facebook. Exactly. Anymore. Which None is all shit. Diego talked about in the first season. <laughs> How many likes his latest post? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just pointed when certain people didn't watch his stories in the Umbrella Academy. Um. I thought I thought long and hard about characters that I thought that you, or that I have beef with, and okay. I got beef with Hargreaves because he had he hid uh, baby Pogo from us. It's true. Uh, oh my god, was that not? I know. Gut wrenching seeing yeah. that sweet baby monkey go up into space and get burned alive. I know it was so heart wrenching, <sighs> and it also just made me hate Vanya all the more because she killed Pogo. And the rest of our brothers and sisters seem to just be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Justice for Pogo. Hashtag justice for Pogo. Pogo needs some fucking justice. Everyone cared about that other monkey like three years ago. Harambe? No. <laughs> hashtag justice for Pogo. Uh, ha- hashtag dicks out for Pogo. Hashtag exactly. dicks out for Harambe. Whatever it takes. Dicks out for all of the monkeys out yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's skip ahead to the handler. And we haven't talked about the handler's daughter at all. The Handler's daughter is one of the... Uh, she was born in the same circumstances as the Umbrella Cat. Yeah, same date as well. Yep. And her power is she can mirror other people's powers? Yes, but she can only use one of their powers at a time. Which is weird. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, similar, I guess, in a way to like Mimic, uh, who was a mutant in the X-Men. He could use... R.I.P. Uh, Mimic. He is dead. Uh, Calvin Rankin, I think was his name. Uh, he could copy five powers at once but only have half of the ability of it. So, like, if you had, like, Cyclops' Ivy, it would only be, like, half as strong. Sounds stupid. It was really good. Everyone should read Exiles, uh, the first run, created by Judd Winnick. What do you think about... Uh, Lila. Okay, there you go. So, what do you think about her? Because she is in the mental institution, institution when we meet her, yeah. along with Diego. I thought she was great. She was a lot of fun. Uh, she fell in love with Diego. She blended seamlessly with the Umbrella Academy, the fact that she was annoyed by them. Like, she, I mean, she felt like a sibling almost off the bat, but I didn't know that she was until the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't know that she had actual powers and that she could just fight really good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was... I thought it was all pretty, I thought she was a welcome addition. And I can't remember, did she teleport with them to the present day? I don't remember seeing her. It's there. worth it. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah I, I watched remember. it last yeah. night, and I don't remember. Yeah. Let's hope so. Yeah, uh, I, I assume she'll be make a return for season three. Yeah. Uh, even though I, it's very sad that 
the handler is dead by the hand of Well, we'll see how Swede. dead she is. Uh, I'd love for her to come back. Please, yeah. <laughs> let her just keep surviving. Uh, she almost killed everybody. Yeah. Uh, she did kill everybody. But close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah. Uh, S5 has the ability to time travel. Yes. And reverse the deaths of the yeah. entire Umbrella Academy. Pretty handy ability. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think this is like, since the Marvel stuff is dead and gone at Netflix, this is hands down their best superhero comic book related stuff that they've had going. Yeah, bar none. There's nothing yeah, close. I agree. Yeah. Uh, by a wide margin. The best thing that I think that we've reviewed uh, from Netflix here recently, uh, comic book property wise, you can yeah. tell me if you think I'm oh, wrong. So, and, and there's stuff that's come out that we haven't done yet that we might get to eventually yep. by the year, and maybe it'll change our minds. But, yeah, right now I agree with you. Uh, just all around fun. Yeah. Just fun, fun, fun. And it doesn't drag at all. There's not yeah. a moment where it drags. It's 10 episodes, but, like, every episode is fast-paced, you're engaging, and it's fun the entire way through. Now, there were some moments in, like, say, Doom Patrol that were very slow to me. In this, there, there's none of that. There's, I mean, and we fucking love Doom Patrol. Yeah. But would you agree that there's The difference that is, is that Umbrella Academy has money for a soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. And now that, uh, with the news of it being on HBO Max, yeah. it being... Uh, and if it gets renewed for season three, which maybe hopefully with maybe DC fandom, we'll get an announcement about that. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, so what would you rate this season on, on a scale of one to ten? This is my favorite thing that we've reviewed all year, I think. I'd have to look back at some of the stuff, but I think it's a nine. Really good wow, shit. That's crazy. Really great shit. I loved this season of television. Uh, if you haven't checked out the Umbrella Academy and you're a casual fan of television, humor. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah I'd recommend this for a lot of people. I, yeah. I really would. It spans a lot of genres. Yeah. Like, I thought it was, I agree with you, I thought it was a ton of fun. It doesn't drag at all. I look forward going into each episode, even though we watched it on a shorter length. I look forward going into each one mm-hmm. uh, and doing it. Uh, and I think I'm going to give it a zero out of ten. Uh, they kept it at a tight ten episodes, which I think is a big help. Ten episodes is more than enough for almost yep. any Netflix original programming. It's true. Uh, Nobody but, needs thirteen episodes of The Crown in one season. I don't know about we that. Don't need that. I mean, it'll take me thirteen weeks to watch those episodes. But oh my god, uh, they'll be great episodes. And Olivia Coleman is fantastic. Oh, she's great! I can't wait for season yeah. four. You mean I you still can't wait? Finished season three. You, you still haven't watched Peep Show, and I get it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what I'm waiting for. Yeah, I know. It's what we're all waiting for. Is Olivia Coleman in Peep Show? Yeah. That's, that, that's a big break was in being in every season of Peep Show. <laughs> um, anyways, next week is going to be, we don't know. Okay. We have two options for next week. Mm-hmm. New Mutants will be out and in theater, supposedly, by the yeah. time. But we don't know if our theaters are going to be open and have New Mutants. And we also um, don't know if we want to go out there and go to these things. Correct. Just yet. So we're still waiting on a decision. So we might be doing New Mutants, or we'll be doing Project Power on Netflix. Yep, one so, of the two. The Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt superhero movie. I'm thinking currently that we're leaning that way, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, how we'll see. Goes. Maybe we'll brave the theater. Maybe we'll watch something else on Netflix once again. Yep. Uh, but as always, you can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. Go to my mom's Facebook page. Um, look up Matt Golden. I'm her son. And that'll take you to pretty much any link you need. 
It's true. Any length. <laughs> Research. Uh, adult cinema. Yeah. Uh, the dark web. Uh, it's all there. Yeah, I think we've been on the dark web before. Yeah. That's, for all the yeah. wrong reasons. Yeah. I mean, there's only one reason to be on the dark web. That's fair. I'm trying to find answers to my homework, and no <laughs> one wants to help me. <laughs> it's very frustrating. For this bit of comic, I'm Alex Dashback. Uh, and go Dallas Stars. There you go. And Jane Easy. Bam. You caught me way off guard with that one. <laughs>